0: You're listening to The Building Code, your guide for a better way to run your business. I'm Tom Houghton.
1: Hey, Tom. I'm Paul. Paul,
0: it's <laughs> great to be back on the airway, or airwaves with
1: you. Podwaves. The podwaves. The, waves. the internet yeah, I mean, wherever it is, wherever this thing lives, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> some, glad to be with you.
0: Some server in Utah.
1: There you go. Yeah. Glad to have our guests here, too.
0: That's right. we got a special guest joining us today to talk all about Templates. And we've got another podcast following this next week. So make sure you listen to both this week's episode and next week's episode to get the whole template picture. We're going to talk about templates with our internal guru of templates, Jordan Coolidge, is joining us on the podcast today, on site consultant and he's got a ton of knowledge about templates. And then next week we're gonna be talking with one of our clients about how they use templates in their business. So lots and lots of great information coming your way about templates. Let's dive in. Jordan, how's it going?
2: Doing fantastic, Tom. Thanks a lot for having me on.
0: Hey, we're happy to have you on uh, because you know way more about templates than Paul and I, I think.
2: (laughs) I've I've had a lot of experience with templates. That is true. That's that's good. I, I you <laughs> yeah. know,
1: I've never thought I would heard the word template so many times in the last five minutes. Yeah. We're t- we're talking templates. Yeah. Sexy. It's exciting. It's it's
0: <laughs> it's very exciting. So first off, let's give our listeners just a little quick background on you, Jordan. Uh, since some of them probably don't know about you yet. So you're an on site consultant here at Builder Trend. Let's tell them what that is, how long you've been at Builder Trend, and kind of just some fun facts about you. Maybe we'll save we'll say yeah. the fun facts for later, actually. That's okay. it. So don't <laughs> dive right. into any fun facts. We don't want to know any at this point. Just tell us about <laughs> your title and all what you right. do for build trend
2: all, all business facts here. So um, I've been at Build-A-Trend for about two and a half years now. And uh, I've been in the on-site role for eh, about nine months now. And uh, I've spent a good chunk of time. Traveling to different companies, uh, getting to know different processes of, of the different companies that utilize Build-A-Trend and actually doing on-site training at their office or at a location uh, in the city that they're that they're based in. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I like traveling around and I like to get to know people on a little bit deeper level than we typically do in a virtual setting. Um, so, so yeah, so that's how long I've been around and, and that's kind of what it's all about.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Obviously, having gone around and met with so many clients, you get to see inside people's business, which I think gives you a leg up just in terms of how you teach the content. So that's, I think, why we wanted to highlight you coming on the podcast, just having seen everyone's business firsthand. like hundreds of clients. So give us a little bit of background on why templates are so important.
2: Yeah, so templates have a ton of importance for a few different reasons, which I'll kind of dive into as we as we talk a little bit more. But the reality is, especially from an on-site consultant's perspective, is we spend a few hours before the visit, a few hours after that visit, learning about not just where people are coming from technology-wise or software-wise, but really kind of getting to know the ins and outs of their business. and there hasn't been a single on-site that I've gone on that we haven't talked about templates in some capacity. Now, as far as what we're templating, that kind of depends on what the scope of the, of the visit is, but the reality is it comes up on every single visit and that's not an accident. That's because templates are very important for a lot of different reasons. I mean, I think there's 13, 14 different, features in Build-A-Trend that can be templated. And so whether you wanna talk about selections, scheduling, uh, estimating, there's a lot of different features within Build-A-Trend that you can utilize templates with. And why they're so important is really, number one is it'll save you time, first and foremost. But number two, it helps standardize the information that's actually getting entered into Build-A-Trend. I think a lot of times, especially, you know, Early on, maybe in your first year within Build-A-Trend, depending on who's building that schedule or who's building that estimate, it can come out of a variety of different ways um, if there's not maybe some structure to be had uh, ahead of time, for example. So I like to pitch it as it's something that can standardize information and and really save you time and, in essence, money in the long run um, by utilizing templates in Build-A-Trend, depending on where that might be.
1: Yeah. That makes a ton of t- sense, and uh, your experience with our clients, and like you said, a wide variety of clients, uh, really speaks to um, that templates can be used by everybody because that's probably the number one uh, mistake people make is, you know, a template, for instance, and and we and you explained it great is is being able to set a, a sort of set of uh, actions within builder trend or items. So you can duplicate those rather than having to start something from scratch every job, right? Perfect example is like you said, schedule. You know, if, if the core of your schedule is always going to be framings before drywall and drywalls before paint, why re- go ahead and recreate that every job? Well, you can just set that once. But a lot of, a lot of our companies that use builder trend because we have home builders and modelers and especially contractors and commercial companies. A lot of the smaller companies say, well, that's for a big production home builder, right? That's the bit that's the biggest mistake people make with templates. Is that is that what you've heard before, Jordan? A hundred percent.
2: You know, yeah. that's that's almost the first thing I hear if I'm at a custom home builder and I bring up the thought of templating, right? It's well every one of our projects is different. And while that is true to a certain extent, The reality is you're putting together estimates similarly. The content of that might be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Uh, You might have different nuances of, hey, maybe there's a pool in this house and there's not a pool in another. And there's obviously thousands and almost countless numbers of combinations when it comes to schedule. But more to your point, Paul, usually that skeleton of that schedule is fairly similar. And you can have – Multiple templates and build a trend. I think sometimes people get kind of tunnel vision and thinking about it like one template for all of my jobs. I mean, reality is, as you start to dive down deeper and maybe understand the general functionality of build a trend, it becomes a little bit easier to brainstorm how templates can help out your company, essentially. And so you might have four or five different templates because. You know, you have some different combinations that are fairly standard. And so I don't want to overstate templates and saying that, Hey, it's going to solve everything and that you're not going to have to touch a schedule when you import it, or you're not going to have to edit some of the to-dos or the, like the tasks that are linked to your schedule. But the reality is, is after you start to understand, build a trend, I think everybody gets to the point where they start to look at it and think, man, I'm spending a lot of time doing some data entry. And while That might be beneficial in the short term, just again, to understand the general functions of Build-A-Trend. Templates are really going to mitigate that. And so I always kind of tell people or I always kind of told people when I was first getting them going on Build-A-Trend is I talk about templates a lot, but I wouldn't train on it in my first three trainings with someone, right? It's something that comes up organically. And so I always told people like, hey, when you get to the point where you're starting to build out this stuff and you're thinking to yourself man I'm spending a lot of time building these things from scratch that's when we want to take a look at the five schedules that you've built at that point and think about templating some of those so anyway there's a lot of different strategies and what's best for each company so I, I don't want to get into the specifics of that necessarily but um, the reality is I mean there's there's data that's able to be templated whether you know you realize it right now or not <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great point. I mean, I think one of those things is, is that, you know, a template is a leave, living and breathing document uh, or item within builder trends. So that's what, what's really interesting is, is that, you know, a lot of the companies that I've worked with, um, what, what they're doing every single job is building on that template. For instance, if they've got a checklist, like a post-framing checklist, that's a great example of a template. It's our to-dos. It might have what, five or six things in it to start. You know, they really preach to their employees, like, hey, if we want to add a thing to this, like make sure we double check this measurement or go over here and take a picture of that, add it to the template and the next time we have that checklist on the next job, now we're gonna be that much better and we're gonna continually add and live and breathe that document. And so I think that's one of the unique things about it being a feature in Trend is that it's sort of, you can always build on it, get better with it, yeah. Good
0: stuff, Jordan. Can you share with obviously all of your experience talking to customers, Can you share some of the best practices that you've seen customers use with templates within Buildertrend?
2: Yeah, a lot of the best practices with templates, again, it it will depend on your company and and what your most important objectives are as far as what you're trying to accomplish in Buildertrend in in the short term. But if you're someone who's new to the idea of templating or even new to Buildertrend at that point, um, there's easier places than others to start templating. So for example, what I mean by this is putting together a template for all of the selections that need to be made on a home. That's a very labor intensive project. There's a lot of different pieces to that. And while that is good, that would be more of a long-term thing. For example, take a couple months to build it out probably. But uh, by far the best practice I see with templating is starting with the simple stuff. And what that might be for you and your company, it might be something like a schedule that you maybe are using another program that you've used a schedule with. We have some things that we can use on the back end to potentially import that information. Um, we have to-dos, that's another easy place to start. What are the tasks that typically happen? And those, for anyone who's unfamiliar, typically things like order dates, delivery dates, things that can be tied to your schedule. And then thirdly, and, and honestly, probably most simply, a standard folder structure for your documents or your photos, for example. So, albeit like brand new, I typically coach people to start with some of the easier things, whether that be something that you already have, maybe outside of Build-A-Trend that we can build upon within Build-A-Trend or start with something like a standard folder structure. And I don't wanna talk about uh, templating a folder structure passively either. I mean that that is one of the most beneficial things to template within the program because inevitably what you're going to end up with is a bunch of different folders on different jobs that don't really have any consistency whatsoever. So you can build out a folder structure in your template, start your job maybe from that one template when you're first starting out and voila, you're utilizing templates when it comes to your folder structure. Then you can mature into some of the more I guess complex ideas as far as built out estimates and bids and, and lots of other things like that. But overall best practice I see is starting simple if you're relatively new to the idea of templating.
0: That's really smart. It's always good to start small. Obviously build a is a very big program. It can do a lot of great things, but it's always good to kind of take it in chunks. You know, Focus on one area first, get used to it, implement that into your process, into your system, get everybody on your team and board and then move on to the next phase. So great advice. Let's try to sum up with some benefits here of templates. I don't know if you have maybe like a list, maybe like let's say five, maybe if we could pick out five, can we do that? Can we pick out five key benefits? I don't know. What do you think?
2: Yeah, we can, we can roll with that. Um, Two of them I've already mentioned um, in that the number one, the idea about this is to save you time. Now, A lot of times you might have to put in a little bit of extra time on the front end but don't get lost in building out a template and spending maybe a week building out a template the benefits that you're going to reap long term is going to far outweigh any amount of time that you're putting into these templates um with any good direction for example so uh, save you time it'll standardize the information that's actually uh, being put forth into Build-A-Trend and also what's expected on these jobs um, within Build-A-Trend. And then kind of a side note to that, or, or maybe my third third benefit, I guess, is it helps organize the information. Okay, Because if the information getting put into Build-A-Trend is coming from a similar aspect, I suppose, or a similar perspective, you're going to end up with similar-looking jobs albeit the data itself might vary a little bit. Uh, things will be structured similarly, which is gonna make it very, very easy um, to adopt, you know, new ideas or, or utilize new features within Build-A-Trend. Um, and then that really lends itself to getting yourself up and running faster in Build-A-Trend. In my experience with the customers that I've worked with, um, when the time's right and you implement, you know, templates in some capacity, that's a lot of times, coinciding with call it that aha moment or that light bulb moment that we see within companies. A lot of times where it's like, all right, I've been grinding, I've been putting in work with this. Now I'm really starting to see it pay off. A lot of times that coincides with uh, you know, the adoption period of build a trend and, you know, usually after a few months, we can get that going. Um, And then finally, uh, something that we don't always think about uh, with the utilization of templates, it makes it a lot easier to onboard new employees within your company, or any moves that you might have within your company, you know, someone becoming uh, a project manager for the first time, it's a lot easier to get them up and running. If we have a standard of practice, laid forth that's tangible within build a trend as opposed to just a bunch of directions um, that a lot of times just get spoken or, or taught to somebody so
0: that was, that was quite the list. I don't know if I don't I mean I feel like you had me at number one which was save time. I don't know if you're listening to this podcast and you don't like to save time, please email us. I, I want to know what what do you want out of I mean like saving time standardizing the info, helping organize your business. I mean, all of this stuff is so great. Yeah. Everyone should be using may, templates.
2: May, maybe in the description of the podcast, we're going to have to list these five things because I just spent you know, three minutes explaining five things. That, that there you go.
0: We'll, the, we'll put all like, this in the show notes. <laughs> uh, if you, if you okay. want to recap, buildertrain.com slash podcast. That's where you'll see the recap of Jordan's five key benefits of using <laughs> templates. And we'll, we'll even put a picture of Jordan there uh, so that way you can see him and uh, you know, he'll hold up the number five with like some say, razzle hold dazzle. Up five fingers for sure. There you go. That. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, I, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head here. I think everybody should be using templates and that's the end of this podcast.
1: <laughs> how does one uh, in, in an honest question, how does one find out more about templates? I mean, obviously we've got a great, uh, you know, customer support line you can get to, but uh, Jordan, would you recommend going straight to your account executive and, and you know, having sort of account review and say, look, yeah. you know, let's roadmap this for you? Because I think anybody, even if you've dabbled yourself, probably would do yourself a favor if you're a build in user listening to this to, you know, speak to your account executive who's in charge of your success of you and your team and, you know, roadmap sort of where to start because that could be maybe a little intimidating from hearing all these huge benefits.
2: Yeah, most certainly. Uh, The account executive is really, just to echo that, is going to be your best resource to lay forth the best plan. Um, In my experience, I think that's sometimes where the breakdown in template adoption can happen is not having a solid roadmap in place or a solid plan in place when you first start. I think sometimes people dabble with it just slightly without a ton of direction, uh, which can almost have the adverse effect and and maybe clutter up your templates list more than it actually helps you a little bit so yes most certainly if if you're wanting to get get going on utilizing templates getting in touch with your account executive uh, is going to be the most beneficial thing you can do here in the short term
0: you heard it there first folks reach out we're here you know we got over 500 people in the omaha nebraska area they're all working from at home. They want to hear from you. So just pick up the phone, shoot them an email, chat on chat online with us uh, using our chat program feature. Uh, lots of ways to get in contact with your coach. Make sure you do it. Let's take some next steps to better your business with Builder Trend. So Jordan, uh, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Before we let you go though, we do have to ask you some questions to try to get some of those facts that I talked about earlier. So I'm going to ask you, Three questions that may lead to facts about Jordan. All right. That's our segment. That's what we're calling it. That's what we're sticking with. All right. So, Jordan, you obviously traveled a lot of places. Uh, the first question I want to know is, what's been your favorite place that you've traveled to?
2: Um, my favorite trip was probably to probably to the Seattle area. Okay. We went and stayed at a resort. Maybe we almost... Uh, did more of a presentation than a true consultation, but it was just a great trip, great company that we worked with, uh, with some different franchises in the area. So that'd be my, my favorite visit that I've gone on so far.
0: Paul is a big fan of the Seattle area. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know, Paul's taken many a trips to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you saw three doors down there or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: 1997. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. I love Seattle. We've, we've got a great client base up there too. So next time you go, I'll make that my excuse to get up there again. That's good. I'll let you know.
0: That's good. (laughs) Uh, Second question besides templates, what would be your, what do you, what would be your favorite feature uh, of working with builder trend that you've seen? You know, obviously you've been a part of implementing this in so many people's business. What's been one feature where you're like, yes, this is it. This is the one.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll kind of plead the fifth. While this isn't a, a one feature necessarily, I like training on the budget overall. Okay. Now, that includes a lot of different areas in the financial suite within Build-A-Trend, but uh, I like learning about the different processes and, and helping people kind of dial that side of the business in. That's probably my, my favorite area to work in. So I'll say the budget, and that includes probably three or four other features within Build-A-Trend.
0: <laughs> okay. That's good. Uh, last question for you, unless Paul's got some surprise curveball that he wants to throw my way. Nope. Okay, good. Just checking. Never know with my three questions. Sometimes you like to sneak in there. So, uh, <laughs> last question that I'll ask you What's one thing that you're looking forward to post pandemic? This is a new question, obviously. So, what's one thing that you're like, ah, oh, I just either missed this or I'm looking forward to this? What is that?
2: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I've kind of had my head down. I haven't even thought thought past the pandemic whenever that might be, but uh, I'd say the thing that I'm most looking forward to post-pandemic is, number one, being able to travel consistently. That could also mean for work as well, but uh, mainly, you know, with my wife and, and taking little visits around the country or maybe even outside of the country. So um, we had a couple trips that got put on hold. So looking forward to being able to do that for sure
0: i think paul and i would would second that that it'll be great to get back out there and
2: get to go to a royals game that the fact that that's not a possibility this will probably be the first summer in about 13 years that i haven't gone to a royals game so
0: wow <laughs> big royals fan
2: I'm big royals fan
0: that's good <laughs> we might edit that out <laughs> That's, I'm just kidding. That's okay. <laughs> <Whatever> the Yankees. <laughs> now he's trash talking, folks. I'm just kidding. No, that's good. Um, awesome. Well, we appreciate all that you do for Builder Trend and all that you've done for our clients. Again, I know the listeners out there definitely have gotten something from this episode, listening and hearing these benefits to using templates. We really hope that you adopt this because there's just a great way to save time and kind of streamline your process and using Builder Trend. Uh, So thanks, Jordan, for coming on the podcast and sharing that with us.
2: Thank you very much. Thanks, Jordan. Great job.
0: Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.